0: Where there are winners, there are losers. All right, let's get to the mammoth losers for rounds 10, 11, and 12. This is not looking good for our mighty Bombers. Maxi. what has gone so terribly wrong? And can, can we find an answer to all of our woes.
1: Well, plenty has gone wrong, man. <laughs> it was a pretty dark, depressing day on Sunday. Um, I walked away at three-quarter time and I ended up watching quarters two and three on mute because I, could, I couldn't put up with the commentary anymore. As I said earlier, looking at our last four games against Brisbane, GWS, South Coast and St Kilda, I went into those four games thinking we need to win two of those games. Instead of winning two of those games, we walked away with two points. So we went zero, one and three over those four weeks. We're now five, five and a draw. With 86%, which is pretty poor, I think we're fourth or fifth worst in the comp in terms of percentage. So unfortunately, that's a pretty good indicator of where things are at. Having said that, it's pretty well known, our injury list, they're doing what I think is calling soft managers or soft drops, which is saying they're managed, but really you've been dropped. I'm a fan of Francis, but I think he's sort of struggled a little bit in recent times. So as I said, plenty has gone wrong. Um, To me, the ball movement, is one of the big worries i sort of think that they've overcompensated for the fact that a few years ago we were renowned for having Sardin mckenna streaming off halfback and that was sort of opening us up on the other end once they turn over the ball i think what they're trying to do is move the ball slower so that they're well set up behind the ball if they do turn over the ball but we can't score at the moment we're not using our strength of running off halfback because we're worried that turnovers from that end will go against us yeah mckenna's playing forward i actually think it would work especially at marvel and especially if we were playing better i think he shows glimpses and i think if we were playing better it would actually be a better move i think it's easy to criticize that move at the moment but for me especially given how poorly fantasia's played this year and probably the last two years to be honest are they playing in there to keep him happy so that he stays at the club and doesn't go back to Ireland. (laughs) So there is a question mark on that. They don't make it hard for teams to play against them. They let Lockie Neal run around and do whatever you want a few weeks ago. And this week, Bradley Hill, Tippin' Woody's out of form. And I think pretty much all of our forwards are out of form. I think Jimmy Short showed a bit in the Gold Coast game, which is... A bit of a positive, but there's plenty of going wrong. I do want to mention some positives for this year because I don't think they'll play finals and I don't want to smash them too hard. I think some positives are Jordan Ridley looks like he has to be All-Australian for me, <laughs> just considering how well he's played. He looks like one of the best ball users Essendon's
0: had in 10 years probably, and yeah. considering how well he takes the intercept marks as well. And Maxie, it's, it's worth mentioning you were on Jordan Ridley, I reckon, four seasons ago. You've been on him for such a long time. And you said, I don't understand why Essendon haven't played him yet. And they've kind of played him on and off. But then this season, he's had a really good run. And now we're seeing just how good he is. I mean, you've seen this from a long way back.
1: I've always said he reminds me a bit of Andrew Matthew, probably a better intercept marker than Andrew Matthew, to be honest. It's one of our areas that we actually are reasonably well stocked is that halfback flanker, that third tall. Also, Sammy Draper looks like he's got reasonable promise. I think the main criticism with Bellsham has been his body and his lack of athleticism. He looks like he just sort of mopes around the ground on pretty heavy and tired legs. So to see an athletic Ruckman in an Essendon jumper is a bit of a change from probably since Paddy Ryder, we haven't had that. But um, also So I think Darth Parrish and Andy McGrath over the last few weeks, even though we've been down, especially McGrath. Those two midfielders, you just put on the whiteboard and forget for 10 years. So yeah, just the question is whether or not they could fix their ball movement and their brand. It's got that
2: really uncertain little nasty feeling that, yeah, that 2015 season sort of had where we might still have yet to have seen the worst of it before the season's out. Either way, I think this off-season coming up, end of 2020 is probably going to be Essen's most important one in a hell of a long time.
1: Last thing on Essendon I want to just say is there have been whispers that Joe Dano might play this week against Richmond. Where do you guys stand on that being a chance?
2: Well, I suppose for the impatient Essendon fans, which we all are at the moment, we might uh, want to have a look at him before we potentially lose him in that off season. So it may work one of two ways. It might really improve us structurally and make us a lot more dangerous up front. Or it could also give us a glimpse into what we might be missing going forward. So, be very interested to see how that team selection pans out. I'll make sure I swipe up when I see that on Thursday night, gents. Very good. Take Woosh's advice on that one.
0: Yeah, very interested to see what happens with this because similar discussion of Buddy Franklin, obviously very, very different contract talks, but similar as in players being injured and you're coming towards the end of a season where you may not even make finals. But for Buddy Franklin and also for Joe, you just want to see them out there. You want to see them compete. They're going to make your team better. And you just want to see them play. So are you risking much? Maybe the long-term future of both of those players. But at the same time, you need those games under your belt. And you just need to see them perform and and help contribute to your side. Because you're paying them the big bucks. But again, we don't want to repeat previous mistakes and bring him in too early.
1: To me, I can't see them playing him if he's not putting up his hand. And to me, it would be a massive indication of where he thinks he's at. Because if he doesn't think he's right then I would be surprised if he plays more than one or two games because if his body's shot and he's not the player that he was, then if I was Joe, I probably wouldn't want to play until maybe the last game if I had to because the more games I play and if I don't perform well, whoever's paying my contract next year, I'm probably losing money with every poor performance. So if he puts his hand up to play and he plays well, just even if he puts his hand up to play, that's got to be a big indication of where his body's at.
0: But also... How committed he is to footy So mm. very interesting to see What happens with Joe Maxie That was another Brilliant analysis And yes unfortunately It is our team again On the Mammoth Losers Let's hope for not Too much longer Or in the same Significant vein Of form Pricey Let's have a look At the Western Bulldogs Because they had A very very nice win On the weekend Against the Adelaide Crows They are the worst side In the competition The Adelaide Crows So maybe we can't Read into that win Too much They did get Get their big forward talking about big forwards they did get aaron norton firing with six goals as you will no doubt touch on but they haven't been able to beat a top four side this season so the big question mark is still out where are the western bulldogs can they play finals And are they a serious contender?
2: I think they can certainly still play finals. Yeah, they're they're definitely in that bracket with Melbourne and a couple of others around the same number of wins and that. I do think, though, this does further prove the doubts on them against those top teams, but they're still on the fringe of the eight. They had some challenges the two weeks prior against sides like Port Adelaide and Brisbane. Games you probably would have expected them to lose regardless. They were pretty strong performances still, I'd like to add, those two games, despite the fact that they probably needed to bank one of them to sort of prove their credentials. They couldn't do it. They still remain pretty strong in the midfield as well. I think it's definitely their biggest advantage. You know, Bontempelli Lockie Hunter's just come back Bailey Smith had a big afternoon against the Crows. So, look, a bit like Melbourne, it's a maybe. And funnily enough, these two sides are coming up to play each other. So winning one or two of the ones that you don't expect them to in the run home could be the difference between, yeah, squeezing in and not. It's
0: been great seeing the return of Mitch Wallace up in that forward line. He's looked like a really strong target. And if he can get up and about... And Norton can get up and about. That's going to be a promising forward line. But again, the issues over Josh Bruce, whether he gets more games for this season and whether they view him as a player in their best 22 is seen to be believed there for Ozzy. Yeah, the
2: Bruce one's a really tricky one, especially given he was recruited with a lot of hype and whatnot. Despite it being his third club, it was, um, at the time, from memory, it was seen as a really big coup for the dog in getting him over there. So whether they do make it or not, I just wonder if he's actually part of their plans, should they make the finals. With regards to Wallace, though, yeah, it's always nice to see a player sort of revitalise their career and secure their spot by sort of changing their position or their role and um, sort of having that refreshed feeling to their game. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see. They've been very Hot and cold sort of this year as a side, haven't they?
0: Hot and cold dogs, that is for sure. But can they match it for the full four quarters? That is the biggest question over the... Yeah, it's the question, are they flat-track
1: bullies? Um, it'd be interesting to see Bruce and Norton in the same team. I think that'll help him. I think key decision players can sometimes... harder for them to fit into a new club straight away rather than midfielders. One of those interesting ones was... I remember Brian, like, even though he won a... Norm Smith in his first year at Hawthorne He actually had a really poor year Sometimes you see A position players struggle in their first season But I think he'll come good Particularly with Norton there by his side But yeah, they're a tricky one, the Bulldogs I was pretty high on them coming into the year But I didn't think they'd be this inconsistent They're still a pretty young side But I think they've got one of the best midfields in the comp So yeah, they just need to find a level of consistency, the Bulldogs
0: And also, it was good to see Lockie Hunter back in the team as well Obviously, he's had his demons this year that he's had to deal with But there's been a little bit of talk about Brisbane Lions possibly showing some interest in him for next season and seasons beyond. But grabbing your jumper, showing that passion and yelling and screaming, that often is a good indicator to your fans that you're pretty committed to that club for Isaac.
2: Yeah, I think so. Gee, wouldn't that bolster an already strong Brisbane midfield? But you're right. I dare say uh, it was probably just a bit of a bit of chat and that was his not-so-subtle, perhaps, way of saying thanks but no thanks. Yes, I'm sure Doggies fans would have breathed a sigh or two of relief having seen that. I heard Bevo this morning say he's contracted. So (laughs) I think he said
0: um, if somebody wants him, they're going to have to pay a fair bit for him. So I can't see him going anywhere. There you go. We've seen this play out
2: many times before with others, haven't we?
0: Don't think he is going to be going anywhere anytime soon. That is a very, very good wrap of the Bulldogs. Yes, they are mammoth losers, but we do believe in them. They've got a decent draw coming up. If they can knock off one of those top four sides, then we might start believing in the Bulldogs in twenty twenty.